Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And this week, courtesy of our friend Thomas Piper of Scrub... Scrub... How many of these have you had, Rich? Exactly. We haven't even started drinking yet. Oh. Scrub Squad 1978. Um, he brought me... And he brought this for us one other time. And, and we... We drank it that day. Then he brought me another one uh, when I saw him a few weeks back in Las Vegas at Travcon, the Hoppin' Frog Turbo Shanty Citrus Ale and out of Akron, Ohio. And so I know what we're getting into. I love this. Did you have this when it was? No, I've never never had. The only things of theirs I've ever had have been their stouts. Mm. They're really known for their barrel-aged stouts. They've got probably 10 different ones. So. <laughs> This is the first non-stout of theirs. Oh. It's not like we can just pick it up here in Nebraska. So. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this thing up and get it going. So I, what, what's interesting about this one is it's, it's a shanty, right? So, and I'm sure you will, you'll talk a little bit about what a shanty mm-hmm. is. But what is interesting is it's 7%. See, already we're in uncharted territories because usually these sorts of beers are low mm-hmm. call them session or sessionable beers mm-hmm. where four percent four and a half is usually the the max so mm-hmm. we're already a little bit something different a little a, a lot different yeah i was surprised when i saw yeah the alcohol content the abv no i don't i don't smell any alcohol difference but no it doesn't smell super boozy it smells like like uh lemonade it tastes like lemonade mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that could be very dangerous yes at seven percent oh man that's good that is Again, Thomas, thank you so much. I know this this is a place that you go that he goes often um, there in Akron, and I'll talk about the brewery here in a little bit. Okay, you want to talk about the style? Sure. Well, this is a style. Um, you can hear it be called shandy, or you sometimes will hear it um, like Rattler is another term you might see. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, what it is, it's like the alcoholic. I don't even want to say John Daly version, but it's like an Arnold Palmer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a beer an ale, and like 50% usually of some sort of fruit juice or like a carbonated um, citrus drink, so like a Sprite. Okay. So you could make your own. Um, some breweries make them, um, but usually it's like a lemonade or a limeade, mm-hmm. one of those citrus ones. I have never seen really um, in a smaller version like an orange one. Ooh. We did, um, when we had our Oktoberfest with Kugels. That's kind of the first thing that popped into my head when you told me mm-hmm. we were going to do one of these is because it's, you know, mass produced everywhere. Yep. And I have a feeling that that lemon shandy that they sell is probably, it's got to be like their biggest selling beer, I would think. I think it's probably their their biggest selling. The summer shandy because yes. it's everywhere. Everywhere. And it, it shows up at April, maybe even before. Yep. It's mm-hmm. there all the time. And then I think because of the success of that one, they branched out and did all those different flavors. So I know that mm-hmm. that place has an orange one, but I've never, I've never had it. Try that. So the style is not as old as some of the other German styles that we've been talking about and drinking before. The, the farthest back I could trace this one was like maybe a hundred years or so, and uh, was in Berlin. Okay. And they they use the term Radler, and that's the German basically is the German word for cyclist. So okay. after riding your bike all day, this was like a refreshing beer to have at the end of the day. So that's that's kind of where the, the term, well, that is where the term comes from because that's what it means. Hmm. But it was just um, whether or not the story is that there's this a guy, an innkeeper, who was like the end of the bike ride. And hmm. he had a bunch of beer and he had a bunch of uh, lemonade and p- put them together basically yeah. at, at the request of somebody like these stories always are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
somebody asked for it and he made it and it was good and it's always been that way. So that's where the style comes from as far as relates to craft beers, what we can trace. Yep. Interesting. So thank you, Germans, once again. I, I think there's a lot, of, a, a lot of beer styles. They've done a by. lot of good things for beer. They have. Yeah. But, yeah. So... Um, so yeah, you know, I think you're, you're absolutely, you're right on there. That's, this is a, this is what I would refer to. And I stole this directly from Steve Seidner, a lawn mowing beer. Yeah. Right. This sure. is, get done mowing your lawn and this is what you want. I might even sneak it in while I'm mowing. Oh, well, yeah. You know, true. like you empty the bag if you're a bagger, mm-hmm. like I am, empty the, the bag of grass and then, you know, just a little sip. I didn't want it to sound to like I was a complete lush. Right. That I was drinking while I was mowing, but you're, Yes. I mean, I don't have a beer holder welded onto the side of my mower yet. <laughs> Some do. Some do. Some do. The riders. This is. I just have a push mower. Right. Dolan does. I think Dolan does actually. I could um, see him driving that to work one day. Absolutely. Somebody's got to mow the lawn out front. No doubt, it's right? kind of tall. So, and we've got plenty of beer in the in the secret beer fridge yeah. in the back. So I don't know. That that just seems that it seems like what he would do. So anyway, uh, Hoppin' Frog Brewery. It's located in Akron, Ohio, opened in 2006. Uh, a guy by the name of Fred Carm uh, owns it, has owned it. I, don't, I believe they're still independent. Um, they, uh, he graduated from the University of Akron and then opened, uh, opened his brewery there in 06 in because he wanted to do it his way. And that's, uh, it, it's grown since then. They have, uh, they're distributed in 22 states now, Nebraska not being one of yeah. them, uh, unfortunately, because I would buy a lot of this. Uh, especially in the summer, and I know this doesn't really fit with our where we've been in the seasonals. But it, when he gave this to us, I wasn't going to turn it down. Right? right you can't. And, no. no way. Well, it and was, it's also it's one of those beers, kind of like that started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a gateway beer. Mm-hmm. Somebody says I don't drink beer. Mm-hmm. You could hand them one of these, and I guarantee you they could get through it. For Absolutely. Because sure. there's no hop, no like flavor or aroma. It's straight juice, basically, is what it smells yep. like what and is, tastes like. It. it, it uh, seven point three IBUs. So yeah, that's super low. Not bitter whatsoever. Like I would say, Coors Light is more bitter than this. Yeah, that's... I think they probably just held a couple hops next to this, and that's <laughs> that's where the seven point three came from, because <laughs> it's not detectable in, in any way. There's just like hop vapor in here. Yeah, and that's that's about it. So, yeah, uh, at the so their tap house. This, this was interesting. So. Tap House has 24 taps plus some limited rare beers that they only that all Tap mm-hmm. House only. Um, the brewery is open Monday through Monday through Sunday, so it's open all, all seven days a week. But after four o'clock, the tasting room is 21 and over. Okay, which I thought was kind of interesting. With the most of these breweries being very family friendly, yeah, it's family friendly only to a certain time, and then 21 and over gets crazy. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I guess I don't know what else is there to do in Akron. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Akron friends. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know. But yeah, it was interesting that after that time it was twenty one and over. So they do not offer any kind of to go crowlers, growlers, hmm. anything like that. It's all if they bottle it, then you can take it. The limited beers you got to drink there. I wonder if that's a brewery specific thing or if that's a law. Because hmm. some a- some places are that way. So like in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, for for example, Surly, you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to go. You can't buy any packaged beer there. You can only like drink beer at their their place. Oh. So if you want to buy it, they'll they're happy to tell you the closest places to where you're at currently. Yep. To go pick it up, but huh. you can't like walk out of there with a growler 
or a bomber or anything like that. Really? Because it's, it's a state law or at least a city ordinance in Minneapolis. So maybe it's something similar like that. I don't maybe. Know. So this has no- nothing to do with anything, but I know there have been multiple places. Nebraska is one of them. I know Colorado is the same way that you can buy bottled package at, at the brewery, but you can't open it and drink it in the brewery. Hmm. Is, that a, is that a law? I mean, is that... It might be, or it might just be something to do with the type of liquor license they have, or it mm. might just be they want to be able to be on top of who's had what. It's be like, you know, they can keep an eye on you yep. as serving, uh, you know, they know you've had two beers or whatever, but not True. if you bought a six-pack and snuck six of them out of them, drank and you're them all. hammering yeah. them in the bathroom right. in between. We're just at the table. It's a busy day. They can't keep ah, track of everybody. So it could be just, you know, trying to protect them and you, one of those situations. That makes a lot of sense. So let's talk. I don't know if you have this on your mm-hmm. your notes or not but i want to talk about the logo yeah um because it's it's a pretty um well-known one as far as like craft beer goes you can see that and and you'll know that that's their beer Mm -hmm. it's the same pretty much on every bottle it's just some variations sometimes i've seen him on a unicycle one time um that one looks like he's standing on a what is that a lemon piece or a sunshine like standing on a piece of lemon yeah it looks like the sun i guess yeah so he's he's prominent Mm -hmm. um on the bottle and then underneath the the mug of beer it says ohio which is kind of cool i couldn't think of another brewery that has the state that they're from like Uh. so prominently right on the on the label so yeah comes from ohio i guess you know yep um i've had the stouts from them this brewery um i've gotten them in south dakota and and minneapolis area so um, i've had a lot of those but i'm i'm enjoying this one and tomorrow from what i can understand as far as our weather goes here it's going to be in the 80s so Mm -hmm. i feel like we're more than one day ahead of of schedule for it, this still technically we could we could drink it and be acceptable yeah, yeah. it's I'm not a, quite stout season yet i mean we're drinking this at work and it's acceptable so i feel like it's okay i think it's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dolan does it all the time but that's that's how we got here on the lawnmower exactly right um yeah no i i think you're right as i was going down their website uh you, you see all of their packaging and it that that frog is very prominently mm-hmm. placed i what i couldn't find though is why what, what what's the yeah what's hopping frog I, I, yeah, what's the what's the symbolism there? Why did do you just like frogs? Well, next time uh, Thomas is there, he needs to get the four one one for us. I think he needs to know. find out. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Thomas, that's your uh, that's your assignment, brother. And you then can... maybe send us one of those stouts too. Mm, yeah, good call. So two two part assignment: one, right. find out about the frog; two, send us some stouts. Yes, I, th- I don't have any problem asking. That's for only that at two all. things. It's not that big of a deal. No, no. I think he would honestly. I think he would gladly do that. Last time he came through, if you if you remember the pictures that we took. He brought us a ton. Like, he brought a cooler oh. in his truck with him of just Ohio beers. I, yeah, I need to I need to meet this guy. He's a cooler he's a, full he's, of beers. He's a good dude, and he likes beer as much as we do. So so are there any other craft breweries that you're aware of that make a shandy? Because I was, I was racking my brain yesterday trying to think of any. Because there's obviously the Line and Kugels we talked about, and that's right. Miller-owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is... Who else makes one? Oh, um... Oh... Budweiser has a company that makes one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's just like Lemon Shandy is the name of it. I'm huh. trying to think of who does brand. I, you see this during the summer. Who does the Grapefruit Rattler? That one you see around here all the time. In a can? Yes. Um, that's a company called Stiegel, and they're from mm-hmm. over in like, Germany. Oh. Uh, they're the one of the originators of that style. So there's a Grapefruit one, and there's a Lemon one. Okay. And those are really good. Um, Thank there's you probably Germany again. Yeah, right. Jeez. There, there's maybe three 
German breweries that make them and send them here that I know of that we can get in Nebraska. Okay. Um, there's a Shandy company in Cincinnati called the Traveler. Yes. And they that's all they make. They don't mm-hmm. make any other beers. They just make variations on Shandies. Is that the one? The packaging has like the mustache uh-huh. and stuff. Yep. yep. They're from Cincinnati, and they have a lemon one that's pretty good. And they have they do some seasonal ones, which is kind of interesting. They have a pumpkin one I've had before mm. and um, blueberry and just like watermelon, which is kind of sweet and yep. that sort of thing. But that's just their that's their thing. They don't make any other beer, just that shandy. So I was trying to think of another one. Like I don't know of any in Lincoln and Omaha that make one. No. Not th- no. It's it's weird because it's a popular style, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's across mm-hmm. the board, mm-hmm. especially when you throw in that line and Kugel's summer shandy. Like you can get that at a bowling alley or right. golf course, wherever you're at, you can find that one. So it's like a popular thing, but nobody really seems to make it you in a think, small version. You think that someplace like that could dominate a market if they did a good one? Yeah, actually, even if they did an average one, if you're the only one out there. Yeah. Well, and this one is the only one I know of that's this ABV. So this mm-hmm. is their version of it, and they kind of stepped it up a little bit. Yep. And I, man, I, I drink this in the summertime. Absolutely. Out on like a patio or a deck. Yep. Ooh, without great. a without a doubt. So then, speaking of patios and decks, they uh, back to the brewery. They have events every day, um, weekdays from three to seven. They call it Hoppy Hour, which is uh, obviously a play on Frog. Yeah. yeah. So one dollar off pints, um, and it, it appeared from the picture that their their tap room is very large with a very large patio outside. Uh, Monday is industry night, which I thought was kind of interesting. So if you work at a bar, restaurant, or a different brewery, all pints are five bucks. Oh, that's cool. Kind of a fun, yeah, fun way to, to connect. Um, Wednesday is Pint Wednesday uh, and Meet the Brewer. So I guess the brewers are there on Wednesday and they get some kind of special throwback Thursday, 20% off from 3 to 9. And then Hoppin' Saturday, which is like a, a big deal during the summer for them. Live music and uh, I guess there's a, there's a uh, bike trail that's real close to there. That you get a lot of cyclists through there. Um, they do all their new releases on Saturday too in conjunction hmm, cool. with that. That sounds fun. So yeah, so if you're anywhere near Akron, Ohio, um, I would definitely stop by Hop and Frog Brewery. Yeah, ride your bike. Yep. Have one of have a Rattler or a Shandy. Yeah, exactly. Not too many of these though. It's seven. Yeah, not a seven. Yeah, Oof. maybe just one. Maybe just maybe just one of them. Yeah. Or try one of their others. I guess from 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 what Brian said, the stouts are. Uh, Those are going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. I hate to. Well, you're they're probably gonna, right. Yeah, I know from experience. I got a couple at home. We might be able to get into later on during this series run of stouts and things. I'm concerned because I really don't like stouts that much, but we're going to we're gonna drink them. I'm going to try it. We're going to do it. I'm going to try it. So, yeah. All right. Next week, I, I we've got another seasonal. It's our first stout. Yeah. I'm nervous. It'll be okay. I trust you. It's a small, it's not a bomber, so it's just a, <laughs> it was just a swallow or two. We can make it happen. What's Dolan going to drink then? I don't know. Maybe I'll bring two. Bring two. There we go. All right. We'll see you next week.